What's the room again? Uh, 1240, down at the end. Ooh, what's that? Sammy, don't touch that. That's someone's old food. Here we are. Do you have the key? You have both of ours. Oh, right. Not working. Rub it. Come on. Try flipping it over. Seriously. Why can't we go inside? I'm tired. Give me yours. You have mine. All right. Please, if you could just... Dad, why aren't you opening the door? Can everyone just shut the... Don't go there. Go on a real vacation. Go RVing. Learn more at GoRVing.com. A federal jury on Tuesday found a North Texas man guilty on five counts related to the deadly January 6th insurrection at the U.S. Capitol. I'm Chris Blake, and this is KRLD In-Depth. Guy Reffitt, a 49-year-old from Wiley, is the first person convicted in connection to the insurrection. He was found guilty of bringing a rifle and a semi-automatic handgun to Washington and bringing the handgun onto Capitol grounds that day. He was also convicted of obstruction of justice, illegally entering the Capitol complex, and obstructing the certification of the 2020 Electoral College votes. Reffitt is affiliated with a militia group called the Texas Three Percenters and pleaded not guilty to all five charges. Today, we go a little deeper into this verdict and what it means for others charged in connection to the Capitol riot. We start with a report from CBS News' Scott McFarlane in Washington and then hear from KRLD's LP Phillips in Dallas. It's the first jury trial for a January 6th Capitol rioter, and Guy Reffitt has just been found guilty on all charges. That jury taking less than four hours to convict. He now faces decades in prison, and it comes as a leader of the Proud Boys was just arrested. Correspondent Scott McFarland has that from Washington. The criminal charges against Enrique Tario are filed here at the federal courthouse in Washington, but he makes his first court appearance today near his home in Miami. He was under arrest and in custody January 6th, but prosecutors say he was still part of the advanced planning and directed and encouraged the Proud Boys prior to and during the Capitol riot. Wiley's Guy Reffitt's convicted on all charges in the insurrection. The jury was out about four hours before finding Guy Reffitt guilty of civil disorder, obstructing an official proceeding, taking a gun to the U.S. Capitol, and obstruction of justice. Prosecutors said it was Reffitt who lit the fire of the mob that stormed the Capitol. The trial's outcome did not surprise UNT Dallas law professor Brian Owsley. You got a predominantly Democratic city. They voted probably for Biden pretty overwhelmingly, and that's where they're drawing the jury pool. Not to mention, this is a relatively small city. They all remember January 6th and all the sort of aggravations that they had to undergo. The charges carry a possible 20 years in prison, although Owsley does not expect the judge to impose the maximum. That sentencing has been set for June 8th. LP Phillips News, Radio 1080, KRLD. LP, last time we spoke, the prosecution had just called Guy Reffitt's son to the witness stand. That since concluded, the defense did not call any witnesses. So before we get to the actual verdict, what is the defense's strategy there as far as not calling anybody? Well, in, in any trial, any criminal trial, you don't have to prove yourself innocent. The prosecution has to prove all the elements of any indictment, any charges beyond a reasonable doubt. If you're a defendant and you're in a case and uh, you don't think that the prosecution did that, then you don't have to present any case at all. That was the strategy that Guy Reffitt's attorneys apparently had. They just didn't think that the prosecution had enough to show that it was Reffitt that was there, except on one charge. There was one misdemeanor charge during closing arguments 
that his uh, defense attorney said he was guilty of. That was a misdemeanor charge of being on the Capitol grounds. He says, we are willing to concede that. He was there, shouldn't have been, that's a misdemeanor. A lot of people have been uh, accused of a misdemeanor. Didn't go inside the Capitol, but they suggested that the prosecution did not show, did not prove its case on taking a gun to the Capitol, on threatening his family members, on obstructing the uh, the vote of Congress in uh, certification of the Electoral College. So the jury comes back with its verdict today. It clearly thought the prosecution did prove those things. What was the verdict that we heard today? Guilty on all counts, effectively. That one that they said, you know, the misdemeanor, obviously, that. But the rest of them, too, there were, and apparently there wasn't any uh, wavering in the jury room. Correspondent from CBS, our network, interviewed one of the jurors. And she said there was no discord in the jury room at all. They all seemed they what they did was they just took their time, reviewed the evidence. They didn't just go, okay, how's he doing? Is he guilty? And they raised their hands. They they actually looked at the evidence. Some ha- apparently had some questions on. I'm not sure on what. Don't want to get into speculation on that. But according to this juror, they just reviewed everything that was presented to them, and nobody had any doubt in their mind. And after uh, between three and four hours, a little less than four hours. They had a verdict, and it was guilty on all counts, and uh, he's remanded to custody. And a three- to four-hour deliberation typically suggests there's not a lot of disagreement in that room, right? Oh, I've seen I've seen murder juries come back in less than two minutes. Okay. So it, it, I'll tell you what it tells me. If you've got a juror telling you that there was no discord and it takes three hours, it tells me they gave serious thought, and they didn't just go back and take a vote. They actually looked at everything, reviewed everything, and then uh, took their vote and came to a conclusion. So for Guy Reffitt, what comes next? Sentencing. There will be a pre-sentence report. In federal court, a judge always does the sentencing. And there are guidelines that they use. The judge has the ability, if there are circumstances, to either depart upward or downward from whatever the guidelines are. Uh, but it's like state courts. You know, you've got a certain uh, amount of time that is included in a sentence. Well, in this case, uh, the pre-sentence investigators will go back and they'll look at Guy Reffitt. They'll look at his family, his upbringing. They'll look at whether he has any criminal charges that have ever uh, been brought, much less prosecuted. They'll just take a look at his whole background and talk to people, and they'll do a thorough job. That doesn't happen in a week. That takes several months. Okay. And then they'll present it to the judge. The judge will take the time, read it over. The judge will then come up with what the judge feels is an appropriate uh, sentence for this crime. And then what, if any, appeals process is available for Guy Reffitt in this situation? Everything. Okay. Everything is on the table. Uh, he'll appeal to the D.C. Circuit for uh, federal courts. If the D.C. Circuit upholds it, it's usually a three-judge panel. If the three-judge panel upholds it, they'll uh, oftentimes ask for a rehearing, and then if that's denied, they'll ask for something called en banc, which is the full circuit to hear the case rarely happens sometimes they do if there's if there are existential legal questions that need to be answered the full circuit may want to get involved already there are defense attorneys that are picking on charges that have to do with whether a an electoral college certification vote qualifies as an official proceeding and that could come up on appeal in this case but a federal judge just yesterday ruled that a guy from Richardson one of the 12 charges he had had to be dropped because the judge felt an electoral college certification does not by law qualify as 
an official proceeding. So that could come up on appeal, and it could go all the way to the Supreme Court, whether charges like that need to be vetted. So zooming out, bigger picture like we talked about last week, we said this one would be sort of a domino effect or have impact on others who were charged in connection to the January 6th insurrection. What does Refit being found guilty on all charges signal to others? Uh, it signals the D.C. area is going to be very tough for a defendant. Keep in mind a couple of things here. Washington, D.C. is not a huge town. It's, I mean, it's bigger than, you know, it's a city, so it's obviously bigger than uh, most places. But it's not real big, and you've got hundreds of cases here. They're going to have to draw from the same jury pool for a lot of these cases here. But the fact that this jury came back as quick as it did, you've got a lot of federal workers here mm -hmm. whose lives were affected by this. And even though they're being fair and they're being impartial, that's kind of their industry. And if you're going to uh, be a defendant here, you're going to want to take a look, okay, how did they rule? How quick did they come back? This one was pretty fast, about less than four hours for five charges, and, and they took it serious. And if I'm sitting there as a defense attorney and I've got a client who is thinking on the fence and maybe I will, maybe I won't take this plea agreement, I might be pushing him to maybe take a plea agreement if he if he doesn't think he's got a rock-solid case. All right, LP, the way this one case could affect multiple others is really fascinating. So sounds like we may continue to be following some of these because we know we've got other North Texans who are implicated in the January 6th events. We've got a lot of North Texans that are there, and there are going to be some that are pleading out. They've already indicated to the judge they're going to plead. Things are, you know, the, the ones that were inside the Capitol, unless they did real damage, are generally getting probation. Um, they're going to, They're going to plead out. As you heard from LP, all appeal options are on the table for Refit, and there are other North Texans who face charges in connection to the riot, so this is a story we'll be following for months to come. If you liked what you heard, please rate, review, and subscribe to KRLD In-Depth wherever you get your podcasts. It helps others find the show. I'm Chris Blake. I'll talk to you soon. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.